Give me something. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Give Me Something, the show where we give you something, but this morning we're not really sure what we're going to give you. Very special hat <laughs> edition. All four yeah. panelists wearing hats, Felix Von Hoff, Wally, and Patty. Welcome, gentlemen. Felix, I'm going to start with you. We're going to have a nice, short, sharp edition this morning. Yeah. We'll start with you. Big day for you yesterday, hanging out with, what, what do I say, UFC royalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanging out or getting your ass kicked. It's two sort of different things, uh, <laughs> Ed, there. But I'll tell you what. You look at a lot of people have seen that photo where he's got me all the way up in the air. Now, you've got to remember that this guy's about five foot six, give or take. Pretty small dude. I'm 115 kilos. I've been smashing the Oreos in lockdown. He, <laughs> he lifted me up like it was a joke. Right. Like that is, you've got to understand the yeah. power of these guys. A lot of people say like, oh, you know, these... Some of these fighters are so small in those featherweight divisions, stuff like that. Even I was shocked to the point where, like, this guy's not going to risk injury doing anything. He fights it on July 12 for a ridiculous amount of money. Yet it was not even a worry to lift up 115 kilos of weirdly distributed weight, a lot of it in my head, <laughs> as you can imagine, and just throw me onto the canvas like that. So I, that was what left me, the, the one thing that I took away from that, as much as it was cool to be around the most underrated sportsman in the country, it was also just cool to really experience that, wow, I am a really insignificant human if we came down to battle. Felix, Alex it, Volkanovsky, by yeah, the way, we should point Alex, that out, <laughs> UFC champion. Uh, Felix, when you're in the air, in that photo, if you have a look, it looks like he's got you and you're on the end of the mat and you're about to go through the wall. <laughs> Unless he has brilliant control, surely you landed off the mat. No, 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 he picked me up and spun me back through in the air. That's what I'm talking to. This isn't just like, you know, if I went around to Patty and be like, oh, I'm going to lift you up and throw like you. Like Ken from Street Fighter where he rolled back. That's what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little less graceful with me being uh, yeah. the victim. Yeah. No, it was pick up. And that's why he said, like when he was saying it, he's like, this is super safe. Like there's no risk. He picked me up, totally almost spun me in the air and then moved me onto just like the safer part of the back of my shoulder or maybe he was just saying that and he was actually trying to fuck me up but we don't you know, know. what it, you know what it is he, he knew you were victorian felix so he was just um, yeah. yes. the uh the rules there in new south Wales. how how was that was it a bit frosty going through the airport uh, <laughs> you know can you give us a little run by run well, guide of how the airports actually are at the moment yeah well i'll tell you what it was an absolute ghost town but the crazy thing was i was the only one wearing a mask on the flight no 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 they're leaving the middle seat free Okay. So how many people so were on the flight? Packed. <laughs> really? Packed. But there this was only what, about this three. This is the problem. <laughs> three flights for the day. But I'll tell you what, you no serious? one looked like. There wasn't many suits on that flight. There was a lot of people going for what they looked like was a little weekend away or to escape the carnage World War Z that is currently going on. <laughs> in, uh, yeah, uh, we should mention we are bringing this to you from ground zero. So yeah. if one of, one of us gets taken away off the podcast in the middle of it, <laughs> you know, don't, don't be surprised. So uh, just, let's talk a little bit just, about his fight, Felix. Like, like this yeah. whole fight. Yeah, well, it's pretty un unreal. And the, the funny thing is that we spoke to uh, Alex about what the sort of prep is for that. And even they're sort of in the dark about it as well. So he was considering, like, you know, is the fight going to be outside? And this is, so the fight's on July 12th. What day is it today? It is the 1st of first. July. So in 12 days, this fight takes place. And he still wasn't that sure whether it was going to be outside in an outside octagon, like if, if that's the case, it's in Dubai, do you train with heat lamps on and that, all that sort of stuff, which is what they would do because it makes a massive difference in a five-round fight, the temperature. But it looks like it's going to be in a stadium according to uh, the videos that have been released. But then a video gets released today 
where there's an octagon on the beach as well. So no one really knows Mate, what's going to go it on. It hits 50 degrees. I was in Doha uh, four years ago for mm. Euros, right? It hits or, or whenever, yeah. And it hits 50 degrees, 50 degrees. over there during the day. Yeah. I mean, they, the temperature will always say 48, 49, because apparently 50 is the cutoff for when people have to stop work, unlike 35 here. But, so it's always 49, but I'm out like, next to the pool and you see the thermometer that's 51. You can't. And it's, I mean, it's 35, whatever. You, you just cannot, at this time of year over there, you could not find outside. No, and then you've also got to remember some people think, oh, well, if you hold it sort of later to the night. But the thing about Dubai, when it gets to nighttime, it gets freezing cold as well. So you, mm. can't, you can't really win fighting outside. I think that might just be a little bit of a prop. But look, the, the, his individual fight coming up against Max Holloway is probably one of the best value fights when we look at the actual betting markets on this one as well, apart from the, I think, the way that I think that Volkanovski is going to win. And he's called in the third round on one of our videos as well, which we'll see a little bit later. And we're going to go into depth over the whole card at a later podcast. We're going to have a pretty exciting one there with the great man himself included. But when you look at this fight with Max Holloway, Holloway's going to be scared of these leg kicks. He virtually lost last time because he wasn't prepared for the power. I spoke about Volkanovski's power before. These leg kicks are brutal. In his training studio at home, he's kicking virtually what is just a, a wooden pole. Like, it is virtually a wooden pole. I kicked the one with padding around it, and I'll tell you what, I'm still limping. Like, that's how hard <laughs> these kicks are. And I'm not underestimating all the other fighters who can also kick you yeah. know, at extremely high levels, but he was un- his leg kicks were underestimated. This time, that's just going to be in his head the whole time. And he switched his stance the last fight. Once it got to the fourth round, he sort of switched his stance and managed to find a bit of a comfortable ground there. But if he stays in that stance this entire fight coming up, which, look, he is a professional fighter and probably smarter than me, he may find a way to do that. But you're getting around $23 for the knockout in the third round and you're getting around $6 for the knockout in general because Volkanovski has a very underrated overhand right. And I reckon if you're worried about the leg kicks, you might be able to get caught on that one. So I think that's where the value is going to lie in this fight. But again, we'll go into major detail on the entire card coming up. I'm very excited. You can hear it in my voice. That's all. Felix, you've kept become quite the doyen of UFC. Mm. Dwayne. There go you from the horse's mouth, Felix. There you yes. go. <laughs> very good, Felix. Well, Patty, let's move on to you. Yeah. And uh, you've been doing the circuit, the rounds of the sports bet uh, socials with your bet that the D's yeah. will finish in the yeah. top eight. Well, get us up to date on that. It was just—it was just relentless, <laughs> perpetual shit that I had to cop again on uh, on Sunday afternoon. Um, to be expected. So I've actually had to think of ways to bankroll this uh, inevitable thousand dollars. Now I'm starting to think that it's, uh, it's, it's probably all a bit over. Has Paddy going to talk about it on the show, hoping for sympathy, and he gets an extra hundred added onto it? Yeah. Um, I think I might have found a little a little way to bankroll it, and Ooh. that comes in uh, the form. Now, we know that he's a gun and he's polled 30 coaches' votes in three games. The only other player to ever do that was Josh Kennedy and Matty Rail's done it in his first four games. He's a star. Yep. But I got on him last week at 22 bucks in the Brownlow. I only chucked mm. 25 bucks on him, but I'm already being offered $50 cash yet. So it just made me think. I think it was at Felix or Hammy the week before who got on at 40 and told everyone, Felix. just have a, have a shilling on it on give me something. Mm. Just have a look at your cash out value. There could be, you know, hundred bucks there. Just saying, take me if you if you want me in the sports bet app. So I'm going to keep a, f- a firm eye on that. I mean, it certainly doesn't help when Lockie Neal is having 37 touches and kicking them. Well, not kicking them actually from, uh, from <laughs> front and centre. But um, yeah, he, he's definitely. He, I'm not one to cash out. He, he, he's definitely a. 
it's going to be an exciting bet. It's a weird season. Anything could happen in 2020. First year player winning the Brownlow. I don't put it past uh, put it past anyone. Boys, quickly, I just want to touch on. I do these little same game multis. I'm calling them lucky sevens at the moment. And last week we missed <laughs> by one disposal. Josh Kennedy was on 19 touches for the last seven minutes of the game. <laughs> yeah, sounds very lucky. Yeah, well, that. so we're yeah. going to butter up again. This is my lucky seven of the day. It's on Thursday night, the Saints versus the Blues. 15 touches for Jack Billings, Brad Hill and Sam Walsh. 20 touches for Doherty and Cripps. And a goal for Eddie Betts and Maxi King. $6.75 or power played to $7.40. That's my mm. lucky seven. Same game multi for Thursday night. Very nice. Very, very okay. nice. Like that Eddie Betts one much. is very good, Eddie Betts. Even Fingers two or crossed. more, you can get Eddie Betts for $2.80, and he absolutely lights it up against the Saints. And Patty, before we move on, uh, you were meant to be elsewhere. You weren't meant to be on this podcast right now, were you? You were meant to be traveling overseas, I believe. Well, of, of course, yes. And I was going to ask you guys, uh, what, what could have been, I mean, when before 2020 happened the way it has, what could have been? I mean, I, I, I was—I would have been buttering up to head over to the Olympics. Yeah, would have been round fifteen in in the footy. You know, I think days probably would have been one and fourteen. Um, <laughs> that's just the way it is. So I, I just want to ask you guys: what what could have been in your world? It doesn't have to be a sporting event; it could be a, a personal thing. But what could have been, Ed? I'll start with you. Well, I was I was all set to go back to uh, the way I went and covered the World Cup a few years ago, back at oh. my uh, folks' place in Washington, <laughs> with a with a better internet and a better yep. time zone. <laughs> Uh, I was going to do that again for the Euro. So that's been blown out of the water and won't be able to go back to the States probably until next year about this time. So maybe mm. maybe the Euro's in 2021. Mm. Maybe. Wally? Uh, I was actually meant to go to the States as well, Ed. I was heading off the, the Monday after the AFL Grand Final. <laughs> it's usually a pretty depressing day. So a few mates and I decided to go, the Monday after the Grand Final is flattening. And you've got a week before you then get into the racing. But it is. Your AFL season's gone. You've got that second day hangover. Like, it is. You're rough. So we go, hey, what if we get on a plane and go to the States? So we go we go with the Dales, the family. We're going to go take a big crew over. And we're going to go to America. We're going to go to New York. We're going to go to Boston. We're going to go see the Pats. Um, wow. We're going to go We're going to go to Vegas. We're going to stop off in Hawaii on the way home. We're going to take a month. And we're just going to have a trip. And there was uh, about eight of us. Um, wow. And then, uh, yeah, we're not going. There you go. So, <laughs> Put that back in <laughs> you. Just pull you so, right back there. Wally. A little bit flat. Like, oh. just, yeah. So it, there's been talk that we might, uh, I don't know, head to Dalesford or something. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Felix, you were, you were also headed to the States, weren't you, at one point? Yeah, yeah, I'd probably be in a uh, Californian prison cell right now if I had have gone over at the time. But no, I actually had uh, drinks with Steel Sidebottom planned, but haven't <laughs> text, but maybe he might have just lost his phone. So I'm just waiting yeah. for that. So yeah, everything in the normal for me. I live week to week, paycheck to paycheck. Beautiful, beautiful what stuff. Could have been? What could well, have been? what? Yeah, well, speaking of what could have been, uh, Lockie Neal, Skip oh. Wally. I, I know. Uh, <laughs> Please don't Wally, you're the king of the miss, from what I've been told. But uh, how about that performance from a, a real superstar? Well, mate, I'll tell you what. The thing is, he had an amazing game of footy. Yeah. He had an amazing game of footy. Uh, him and McCluggy just firing. Brownie has been big. Our man Brownie has been big on them and talking about how they're the next dynamic duo um, of, of AFL midfields. And he said they're just, just playing really well. 
But between them, they, I think they missed they kicked one goal eleven, and Lockie Neal, Lockie Neal missed six, and one of them I had a <laughs> one of them was pretty close, that fifteen <laughs> hours sliding. But like a, a number of more, but he he's he's a jet, right? So you'd expect him to kick one, but then he puts out a tweet saying, I hear a lot of people have me to kick a goal in my multi. I'm sorry, I'll owe you a beer. So this bloke is just an absolute legend. But then some bloke on the back of it, I think he might be one of our partners, has, has tweeted back to him. And he's had, uh, he's had was it 20K? It's to win 20K. Yeah. To win 20K, oh, and that was the only thing, six chances. Like, wow. I, I, I just can't even with that. And, you know, look, it made me think about this, right? We've all, we've all missed... We've all missed on our uh, opportunities uh, in the, on the punt. But look, forgetting to putting that to the side at the moment, all of us here have played sport at a level. Felix, slightly higher than the other three. <laughs> Paddy's still going, though, at a very high level of footy. Yep. Ed and I would suggest our stuff's pretty much behind us. It pretty much. Is there a moment in time you could go back and change in your own sporting life? Absolutely. Oh. I remember under 10s footy. <laughs> Remember when you were a youngster and kicking the ball out from a disposal, so you just wanted to, to get it and kick it? Yep, yep. <laughs> so I'm kicking out for, for my team, the South Melbourne Districts, and I've gone to just do a little lateral kick to into the pocket, and it's completely come off the, the right of my foot and actually gone back in for a point uh, for the other team. So I got laughed at at the uh, three-quarter time huddle by uh, everyone in my team, and I said, guys, I'll put my hand up. If we lose by a point, then you can all hang shit on me for the rest of the week. Lo and behold, siren goes, we lose, we lose by a point. <laughs> Never forgot it to this day. So that is a shank and a half at the other, at the wrong end of the ground in under 10s. Oh, what about you, Felix? Uh, my one and Ed can probably appreciate this. So we had a game, I always had a fierce rivalry with the fans in Idaho. I usually like to, to let them know of their political stances and different things that they engage in <laughs> in Idaho. And, and as you can imagine, they get up and about quite a lot with that. Shout out, to all the, shout out to all the hicks in Idaho. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Big fans of the show. Keen listeners, keen listeners. They, if, if this is a degenerate podcast, I'll tell you what, that'd be our major, major listenership over there in Idaho. This would be the Joe Rogan, this would be the Joe Rogan podcast for, Jeez, for Idaho. I'm, I'm sensing some absolute spice here, Felix. But yeah, so, so I was going at them all game. We were going back and forth to the point where the coach even said, uh, you, you know, you've got to relax. You've got to, like, wait, some of this stuff gets picked up. <laughs> Just relax. So I'm getting yelled at. Anyway, it comes down to we need a three to tie it at the end. Run this play, blah, blah, blah. I get wide open. The dude just completely forgets about me. <laughs> Gym's packed. There's probably about, I'd say, in Idaho, probably about 7,000, but it was a real close-knit sort of arena and they're loud. I loaded up, and I'll tell you what, I loaded up the biggest air ball you have ever seen in your life. It was not even to the front of the rim, but to the side of the rim. It slipped out of my hand. I had tape on my hand. Yeah, I know unlike me to make an excuse for a mistake and blame someone else, but I will this one time. Bit of tape on my hand. It slips out to the side. And I'll tell you what, I, I can't even show my face in that state anymore. It was the, the most disgusting attempted game winner you've ever seen. Like it was almost like they, they weren't roasting. It was just like for a couple of seconds there, it was silence. Like what just happened? Oh, that's worse. <laughs> and yeah, oh geez, I caught it. That's great. That's wow. really good. 
very, it's nice very to know exciting. there's a moment uh, more shocking than your debut in the NBL field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the interesting thing, you can sort of do the maths, is is six of those shots bad or it's just one of those shots bad? So, you know, I'll, I'll very, take the very, six. At least yeah. they hit rim. That's a very good point. Eduardo, your political views, mate. Uh, Eduardo, you've been, yeah. and you've been showing photos of some of your old teams. Yeah, well, yeah. You've got to have some in the archives. Well, the worst one ever was uh, we had a really bad team when I was the high school football team and we only won one game and I do remember a game where I was wide open caught a pass at about the 30 yard line and I'm like here I go all the way and I just couldn't run I was running so slowly and like a guy came I, I should have been in the end zone guy tackled me on like the 20 and I remember people were just like the crowd was just like what happened and it's just one of those weird things Wally where I just couldn't run the moment got to me and it was an absolute sitter of a uh, you know i should have been in the end zone throwing the ball over my head it's like when I, you try and run in your dreams because it you, was you're like caught that. up in the sheets <laughs> and you can't it go. was like that and i still to this day go back to me just going why what happened even my mom who is my biggest fan is just kind of going what happened <laughs> it was pretty bad <laughs> yeah, when your mom's calling you out i know <laughs> it was pretty bad how about you ollie well I've, I've i've had i've had a number of embarrassing moments and i've had some good ones so i've had a nice spread but look i've had two which are probably two that you you put down as things you never want to happen they didn't completely change the game but i have taken the ball in on a basketball court and put it into their net off the, my mates passed in off the baseline. Yep. I've just laid it yep. straight up. I mean, yep. I don't know what I was thinking. And <laughs> I've gone in, uh, this was only a year ago. I went in to play cricket and I came in and I bat myself at 11 because I don't bat them. I'm just no good. So well, I always make sure I'm at married, 11. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, and I, uh, I, I was in 11 and the bloke's on a hat trick and he's got four for, so he needs, he needs, he needs a wicket for a hat trick and fifa. Wow! So I decided to play the slog to cow, and he just bowled my middle stump right out of the ground, <laughs> and they're just all going, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Oh, <laughs> well, he got his hat trick. So I've, I've managed to play the worst shot. Rich Hummerston's famous for that too, playing yes. a slog to cow on a hat trick ball. But um, yeah, going out on a hat trick ball by playing a stupid shot and ending your team's innings and putting yeah. the ball in an opposition's basketball ring. Yep. They're up there. Yep, that makes sense. I think that might do it, guys. Do we have anything else to go with? I want to just say briefly, uh, as you know, I'm an Arsenal fan. We've got a chance to actually win a couple in a row. Yeah. And playing Norwich, who haven't scored in three games, Arsenal to win to nil is paying 240. So if you think even the horrible Arsenal defense can keep a clean sheet again, 240 is not bad value on that one. Is David Luiz going to shore up that defence? So he did all right in that in the uh, FA Cup that we almost blew. <laughs> is that is that the, the most generous one one year contract extension yeah. in the I history think, of yeah. man? I think oh, Arteta apparently likes him in the locker room and said, "Let's give him an extra year." He must be doing something. Something. He must be very, a good guy. Uh, yeah. Has some photos of somebody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> change rooms to cop another year. Uh, no nice. kidding. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Unbelievable, guys. Thank you very much. Sportsbet.com.au, and of course, all the socials for all that information yes. and always gamble responsibly. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next time. All right, Ed, right up. Give me something. <laughs> 